Hello and welcome back to season two of the PBWF, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. This is week 24. We are so glad you were with us. I'm your host, your moderator. I am Tyler Peters. The guys are with me. I've got the leader of the Warzone brand, Chris Belcher, the leader of the Mayhem brand, Annie York as they present their go-home editions. It's the final stop before the last stand. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm so pumped up. I'm ready. Yes, I've had the coffee in me. I'm trying to bring it here. I think you guys have got the excitement level up to a 10, and I I congratulate you on that because it's early for me, but I am here, and I am ready. Man, week 24. Yeah. The final episode, final TV of the season, heading into the last stand. You know, it's it's been it's been I can't believe we're here. Uh, yeah. It's wild. It is wild. I you know, and I was thinking back when we were when I was writing the show and everything like <clears throat> I don't know if this is my favorite like episode of the season every year or my least favorite. Like right? I, it's it's cuz like yeah, you've like been building to this point but it's also like now what do I do? Right. <laughs> like, where do we where do we go from here? Yep. Um there are some teases, like there are some things that, you know, it's not like everything is is done done from this point on, which makes this very very interesting. So it adds a lot of fun to it. Yeah, between this and the last stand and writing those, it's like there there's some unknowns going into season three. Yeah, uh, just because full disclosure for all of you guys that are listening, you know, season three is is coming. We'll give you a date on that, hopefully sooner rather than later. But uh, the date is coming on that. There will be another draft. The rosters will be shaken up. So Andy and I can make all the plans that we want, but if we don't get the people we want, it's not going to matter. Yeah, and then we go back and look at the show, and we're like, wow, we really screwed that up. Uh And there are a couple moments like, if I don't get certain people back, then all of this was not necessarily for nothing, but... I'm right. just going to have to wait until I can get them, <laughs> which, is, which you never know when that's going to be. Right. Uh, so make sure you're tuned into our social media at PBW Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Follow us. Um, subscribe wherever you find your podcast on here. Make sure that you are checking us out each and every week. That way that you know uh, all the dates that are coming. You know, when we start this thing again, Tyler, we're going to draft again. The roster is going to be shaken up. Like Andy said, we might put ourselves into a into a hole here we can't get out of if if we don't get those people, you know. Oh, you're you're so correct. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, season one was good. Uh, I'm going to be a little partial. It's not because you guys asked me on here, but what you guys are doing on season two has <laughs> is, is been, you know, even better. I, I can't help it. I'm, I'm going to pat myself on the back like Barry Horowitz here. <laughs> I can't help it. it. It's something else. Uh, but no, it, seriously, with all teasing aside, it's been just uh, fun to uh, join you gentlemen. And I can't believe we're almost toward the end here. Uh, so yeah, season three. I mean, you guys need to listen to this. I, I don't know how much they got to tell you. I don't know how if we got to cut a promo on the audience, come on, you got to listen to these two gentlemen. I'm not talking about me. They deserve uh, to uh, be put over, as I've, I've said uh, previously. And I'm going to keep saying it because, uh, you know, these guys, with all uh, seriousness, are just uh, terrific. They're, they're great guys. And I'm delighted to uh, be a friend 
Well, we appreciate it, man. We am just say it. Hey, that's right. Uh, well, we couldn't afford to pay you to say it anyway. It's fine. Uh, I know. Well, I, I was about to say, yeah. Tyler Peters comes at a high cost, folks. So just just so you're aware. Um, <laughs> no, if, uh, if this is your first time listening again, go back and listen to season two, season one. It's been it's been a lot of fun. We sound like we're we're coming to the end here, which we actually are. But this thing's going to continue. This is yep. not like it's the last thing. Yeah, uh, it's just very interesting. We'll get more sentimental next week when we get to the last stand but before we get to week 24 we got to recap catch you up on week 23 uh let's go back and recap what happened over there on the war zone brand vince mcmahon and his cronies coming out on a tank to uh Try to take over the war zone. Vince told Triple H, hey, if you can invade my show, I'm going to invade your show. <laughs> so they come out. Uh, a main event match is made. We saw the team of the two foes at the last stand, AJ Styles and Cody Rhodes, defeat Kevin Owens and LA Knight in the main event. Uh, we also saw the Revival getting a win over, over the Brawling Brutes, Butch, and... Rich Holland, not Seamus. I wanted to say Seamus. That's not right. Um, we saw Bailey and Bailey get the victory over EO Sky and Dakota Kai in the damage control triple threat match. But then chaos ensued. Becky Lynch came out and had a fantastic idea to set up the fatal five-way match for the last stand. The Undertaker confronted Sting. Sting challenged him to a match. But Taker said he didn't want to do it one-on-one because he had a friend, and that friend was Edge, who made his return and set up the tag team match for The Last Stand, which we will talk more about in this episode. All right, on the Mayhem brand. Yeah, so on the Mayhem brand, uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter kicked off the show facing against Athena and Asuka with Britt getting the win and picking the stipulation for their match at... The last stand, which we will find out this week. Punk cut a promo on Austin, um, faked out the crowd like he, uh, Austin was back, started got laughing. Got me, got me, my goodness. But then Austin's, awesome. uh, then Austin's music hit again, and uh, he wasn't by himself. He came out on a beer truck and uh, hosed down Punk with beer. Um, we had uh, Kevin Owens get mad at Vince McMahon after Vince literally yelled at him as Warzone went off the air. And Vince kicked him out of the new authority. Later on the night, though, Vince was back in the ring, cutting the promo on Regal when who else would slide into the ring and deliver a stunner on him but Kevin Owens himself. Uh, we had a massive brawl between Keith Lee and Solo Sokoa, which set up their last main standing match for this episode. Uh, Chris Jericho cut a promo on LA Knight, calling, telling him to focus up. Well, then LA Knight came out and just beat the brakes off Chris Jericho and told him he was now focused on him. Uh, we had a dream match with Kenny Omega v- facing Walter. And uh, MJF cut a promo um, laying out again the open challenge for this week, which was answered by none other than the rated R superstar himself, Edge, who will be making his Mayhem debut tonight. And then in the main event, the Usos defended their tag team championships against Seth Rollins and a partner of his choosing. Well, his partner was none other than his former Shield brother, John Moxley, Things were going fine until they weren't, and uh, the match ended when they both got speared by Roman, and Roman was standing tall at the end of the night. Of course Roman was standing tall, Tyler. That's what he does. 
and you no, know, he's, he's got to you. You got to acknowledge him, even on on this show. It's it's remarkable. But hey, if that's not enough for everybody to uh, tune in and listen to this program, I don't know what is. And the regular show that these guys do also, they have a video version. Uh, check it out. Great stuff uh, as always. And hey, we we've got extra time, so we need to get to it. I guess Andy will be going first. Uh, as you you guys alternate, not just thirty minutes, we got forty five minutes because you guys got so much even before it last in. Thirty minutes ain't just going to cut it. So uh, I, uh, there may be some other stuff you guys want to say. I may have jumped the gun, but that shows you my excitement. Here we my go. Yep. No, that's it. See. Yeah. Let's do it. Andy is up first. Forty five minutes for fight for glory two. Here we go. Take it away. All right. Did this last week, too, I think. It did it last week. You're right. Technical difficulties. Try that again. Here, Here we, we go. go. This is Fight for Glory 2, a night of action, revenge, and a look towards the future. I am Michael Cole. This is Pat McAfee. And tonight, uh, all three members of the Shield will be in the ring face-to-face. Plus, CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin will share a ring one last time before their match at the last stand. And for the first time in Mayhem history, Edge will be in action here tonight. And so much more. But we are kicking the night off with a ladder match for the United States Championship. Orange Cassidy, Okada, Nick Aldis, Will Ospreay, and Christian are already in the ring as the champion himself is making his way down to the ring as he is looking to get this thing going. All six men are in the ring. This thing is ready to go. And uh, all six men are looking up at the championship, but then they all start putting the boots and ganging up on Adam Page. They'd make sure he does not have that championship by the end of the night. He starts to fight back, but gets sent flying over the uh, gets sent flying out of the ring and to the floor. Um, Osprey and Cassidy shoot off the rope, so they hit stereo suicide dives, taking out Page. Okada climbs to the top rope and hits a beautiful moonsault to the floor, wiping everyone out. Nick Aldis turns around, though, into a spear from Christian. Christian rolls out of the ring, grabs a ladder, but as he brings it back into the ring, he gets met with a drop kick from Okada, sending the ladder into him. Okada grabs the ladder and sets it up and starts to make the climb. But Will Ospreay springboards onto the ladder and meets him at the top. They begin to trade punches back and forth. Okada gets pulled down by Nick Aldis, but they take each other out with uh, stiff clotheslines. Osprey has the title all to himself, but here comes Orange Cassidy, who springboards onto the ladder himself and stops Will Osprey. Cassidy and Osprey are on the top of the ladder as uh, Osprey uh, and him are, are jockeying for position. Osprey hits him with a forearm and then hits a Spanish fly from the top of the ladder to the mat, taking him out. 
Christian slides back into the ring and is starting to make the climb by himself, but he gets pulled off by Paige, who is back up and takes him out with a headbutt. He dodges a big boot from Nick Aldis and then takes him out of the ring with a clothesline. Okada, though, looks for a dropkick, but Paige catches his legs and flips him up and over the ropes to the floor. Paige is starting to make the climb. He could make the climb, but instead he folds up the ladder, climbs the top rope, and hits a moonsault with the ladder, taking everyone out. Can anyone recover and win the United States Championship as we take a commercial break? We are back from break, and during the commercial break, everything just broke down and went crazy. We have two tables stacked on top of each other, next to each other on the outside of the ring. All three, or There are three ladders in the ring, and all six men are on the ladders just brawling it out. Christian and Paige and Osprey and Aldis are on the outside ladders as Okada and Cassidy are in the middle. Okada, though, is able to push Osprey and Aldis off the ladder, crotching them on the top rope. Uh, Okada, uh, Cassidy, though, looks at him, shrugs his shoulders, and shoves the other ladder, sitting Christian and Paige crashing through the stack tables on the outside. Apparently, though, it has come down to these two men. They just begin trading punches back and forth. Okada hits a stiff kick on Cassidy, knocking him off the ladder. Okada, though, is all by himself and is reaching for that championship. Um, but Cassidy is back up and is now climbing on the same side as Okada. The two men are fighting for position, but Cassidy is trying to use Okada to push himself up the ladder even more. But Okada is able to maneuver under Cassidy, flip him over, and hit a tombstone pile driver from the middle of the ladder to the mat. Okada is back up and is slowly making his way back up the ladder. There is no one up but Okada who makes his way to the top and pulls down the United States Championship. He has done it. The referee calls for the bell. Okada is the new United States Champion. And he is celebrating at the top of the ladder, raising that title high in the air. Okada is your brand new U.S. Champion. As we cut backstage, where we see the arrival of the Bloodline making their way into the arena. Roman stops walking, though, and he turns around and looks at the Bloodline. He says, the next two weeks are the biggest weeks for the Bloodline. Tonight, Solo finally steps up and takes control of the Keith Lee situation. You two, you took care of Seth and Mox last week, but tonight, I'm doing this on my own. So after your match tonight, Solo, all of you, and that means you too, Paul. Go to the private jet and get the party started. I'll join you when I'm done. Are we understood? They all nod and make their way into the arena as we cut to commercial break. All right, we are back from commercial break. The doctor will see you now. And here comes the number one contender for the Mayhem Women's Championship, and she is looking to get back that championship gold that she never lost. And as she gets into the ring, Pat McAfee is in the ring as he is going to host this contract signing between these two ladies. McAfee, though, he says, Doc, thanks for joining us tonight. But uh, we can't do this, just the two of us. So let's go ahead and bring out the Mayhem Women's Champion, Asuka. The Empress of Tomorrow is making her way to the ring as she's looking to defend that championship at the last stand 
against Britt Baker, which we still do not know the stipulation for that. But hopefully, hopefully we will find out here tonight as uh, they get into the ring. They're both in the ring sitting down at the table, and McAfee says, Now, while uh, we all would love to see some mayhem here tonight, the powers that be said that this has to go as smooth as possible. I know, I know, I know. They suck. It's okay. It's fine. Anyways, listen. Um, so, Britt, Doc, what is the step going to step going to be for our mat for this match? And she leans back and she says, "Well, Pat, this was an easy stipulation to come up with. You see, I want to beat her where she can't have any excuses or complaints after I win. So, with that being said, we will be fighting." Inside of a steel cage. The crowd's going crazy as Britt signs the contract and slides it over to Asuka. And she looks down and she begins to smile as that mist just starts to drip down her face. And she grabs a microphone and she says, you're on. And she signs the contract, but then she stops and she says, but tonight... You are going to get hurt once again. Athena slides into the ring and hits a super kick to the back of Britt's head. And she just begins to beat down on her. Finally, referees are down here to get Athena off of Britt Baker. They are making their way back up the ramp. But Britt Baker grabs the microphone and she says, no, 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 no. You know, I am sick and tired of this. Athena, you want to fight? You want to prove that you are on the level of Asuka and myself? Then prove it tonight. Right here. Right now. You versus me. Athena looks at Asuka and just begins to laugh. She slides back into the ring as the referees, except for one, clears. We are getting Britt Baker versus Athena next. All right, we are back from break, and this one got started during the commercial break. Athena has been in complete control this entire time and has just been relentlessly beating down on Britt. She is on the top rope, and she's looking for the Eclipse, but she fakes like she's going to jump as Britt goes for a super kick, but she gets taken out with a drop kick to the back of the head from Athena. Athena, though, climbs to the middle rope, and I believe she's looking for a Pittsburgh sunrise of her own, but this time she gets caught with a super kick. Britt lines up and hits a second super kick to the knee. She backs up and drops her with a curb stomp, rocking Athena. She climbs to the middle rope and hits the Pittsburgh sunrise. But she doesn't go for the cover. She pulls out the black glove and locks in the lockjaw on Athena. It doesn't take long for Athena to be forced to tap out here tonight. Britt is fired up and is coming for her championship and is willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. As Asuka is back out on the ramp and is smiling and laughing as Britt motions for that championship. We cut backstage where we see Tommaso Ciampa and the Undisputed Era pulling into the parking lot uh, here tonight. They uh, they step out as you see Kyle O'Reilly and Roddy Strong get out of the car, and the camera pans around the car to Tommaso Ciampa, and then Ciampa makes his way back around to the other side of the car, but uh, O'Reilly and Roddy, they're, they're laid out against the car. Champa looks shocked, but turns on into a super kick from Adam Cole, who just mounts on top of him and just begins to beat down on him with lefts and rights. Security and officials are out here trying to pull Cole off of him. They finally get the two separated, and they are screaming and yelling at each other. We have to take a commercial break, but coming up on the other side, we take a look at the career of Chris Jericho. You got 35 minutes. 
All right, we're good. All right, we are back from commercial break, hopefully. And uh, <laughs> we cut to commentary where Michael Cole says, well, we are here at this same spot at the end of the uh, We are here at the same exact spot as we were last year at the end of the line where Chris Jericho's career is on the line. And once again, we find ourselves exactly in that same spot. So let's take a look back at the career of Chris Jericho. As a video package begins to play, playing with the highlights of Jericho's career, we start with his career in WCW, you know, the the young Lionheart Chris Jericho, uh, him with the list of 1,004 holds and some of of his matches with Juventude and all these other things that, that he's been able to do. And then we transition over to the WWF slash WWE with his debut against The Rock beating The Rock and Austin in the same night, turning on Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, uh, also throwing him face first into the the TV. Cheritron 5000. There you go. Then we move uh, to his suit-wearing and slow-talking era, his moment with Shaq, uh, his feud with Edge, his his uh, team-up with the Big Show. Big Slow, I must say. Big Show. <laughs> and then... We see him and Kevin Owens and the Festival of Friendship and the list and all of this other stuff. But that wasn't enough for Jericho as we transition to his appearances in New Japan Pro Wrestling against Tetsu Naito and Kenny Omega before going over to AEW and starting that company and helping that company. Jericho has had a long and illustrious career, but then the video package glitches and we hear a new voice. And it says... But none of that matters because the only thing people will remember is L.A. Night. Yeah. And Jericho, when I beat you, embarrass you, then you can go off and tour with your crappy band in front of a few hundred people while I will be having the greatest professional wrestling career of all time. So enjoy the next six days, Jericho, because it's all you have left as a professional wrestler. I'll see you. At the last stand. Yeah. And we cut to commentary where Michael Cole is absolutely on his Dominic Mysterio levels of hatred right now. (laughs) He says, that was one of the most disrespectful things I've seen. You know, I hope LA Knight gets what he deserves at the last stand. But I need to take a break. Let's just go back to our colleague, Renee Paquette. And Renee is standing with Seth Rollins. And Renee says, Seth, we've known each other for a long time. But I've got to ask. Where is your mindset going into this triple threat match? And Seth says, well, Renee, my mindset is pretty simple. Do whatever it takes to end the reign of Roman Reigns. And if that means take out whoever is in my way, then that's what I'll do. And listen, we do go a long way back. But you also know that I will do whatever it takes to stay on top. And if that means busting open a brawler and curb stomping his head into a mat, then that's what I got to do. As we cut to commercial break. We are back from break. And in the backstage hallway, we see none other than L.A. Knight walking through the hallway when he is stopped and approached by MJF. And MJF says, man, great job with that video earlier. You you really embarrassed Jericho so bad. He may not even show up to the last stand. But listen, I know you're done for the night. I know that's all you had to do. And I know you're focused on your match, but... I could really use you in my corner later tonight. As LA Knight just looks at him and says, Max, there is absolutely no way I'm going to help you out. We had everything figured out, and you screwed everything up with Vince and Kevin. 
Now I can't even find Kevin anywhere. I've been looking for him all evening. So you know what? Uh, he said, so you know what? Tell Vince that I'm done. I'm done with him, with you. I'm on my own now. And it starts with beating that bum, Chris Jericho. He goes to walk away, but he stops. And he turns around and says, oh, and tell Vince one more thing for me. And he slaps MJF across the face and walks away as we zoom in on MJF holding his jaw. But here comes the enforcer of the bloodline looking to take care of business here tonight in the honor of Roman Reigns by himself. No Paul Heyman, no Usos. Roman is not by himself. But wait a minute. Here comes Keith Lee with a steel chair to the back and cracks it over the back of Solo Sokoa. This is the last main stay match. The referee is out here. He calls for the bell. And this one is underway. Keith Lee just breaks the chair over the back of Solo, getting out months of frustration of due to injury. He picks up Solo and shoots him into the LED board. Solo is staggered against it. But here comes Keith Lee with a running cross body, sending both men flying through the LED board as sparks are flying. There, every, there's smoke everywhere. The cameraman tries to get a shot of both men, but there is too much smoke and sparks to see anybody michael cole says i don't know if we have a match still to, or if we still have a match going on and pat mcafee says forget the match i don't know if these guys are even alive as we cut to commercial break <laughs> we are back from break and we are in the backstage area where we see solo sokoa being helped up to his feet and apparently we have received word that it looks like neither man can compete here tonight so this one is... Th- but wait a minute, here comes Keith Lee. Apparently no one told him because he stumbles out and is right back after Solo. Someone, Solo and Keith are just throwing haymakers at each other. Finally, Re- William Regal steps in and he says, you know what? If they can go, continue the match and just walks away. So it's not over yet. Keith Lee throws Solo face first into a bunch of equipment and pulls. He is making his way over to Solo but gets caught with a spinning Solo on top of that equipment case. Uh, the referee is counting, but Solo doesn't care as he scales his way from the, to the top of the scaffolding that is there and leaps off and crashes on top of Keith Lee on top of the equipment. The referee counts to seven, eight, nine, but Keith Lee is able to roll to his feet, barely staying alive as Solo grabs him by the back of his head and just walks him back out onto the stage. He has had enough of this as he plants uh, Keith Lee with another spinning solo on the stage. The referee is counting, but Solo is looking off at this off the stage and sees a bunch of tables and just stuff everywhere on the side of the stage. And so he drags Keith Lee over. He picks him up for a power bomb off the stage, but Keith Lee gets out of it and rocks Solo with a super kick and then another one. He is looking for a spirit bomb, but Solo is able to rake the eyes of Keith Lee, forcing him to let go. Keith goes for a clothesline, but Solo ducks underneath and takes him out with a Samoan spike. He picks up the lifeless body of Keith Lee and power bombs him off the stage through the tables. The referee is up to the count of seven, eight, nine, ten. This one is over. Solo Sokoa gets the massive win over Keith Lee and has seemingly made the Tribal Chief proud. And here comes the Usos and Paul Heyman to help Solo Sokoa back to his feet and to the back. What a hard fight match between two powerhouses here on Mayhem. We cut backstage where we see CM Punk making his way to the ring. He goes face to face with Austin next.
We are back from commercial break. And here comes the man looking to finish the job on Stone Cold Steve Austin here on Mayhem. But wait a minute. He has not come alone as several security guards are following him to the ring. And he gets into the ring and they make a line right in front of him. As he sits down in the ring with his legs crossed with a microphone in his hand. And he says, we all know why we are out here. We all know what is going to happen, which is why I brought my own personal protection from that psychopath. I know he does suck. He's crazy. Why would you even love him? Anyways, I brought them out here because I need to defend myself from the guy who just thinks it's so funny to spray me with that nasty devil stuff last week and embarrass me. No one embarrasses CM Punk and gets away with it. I told you, Austin, you are the biggest child of them all. And at the last stand, you will get your punishment. You will fail miserably just like you have your entire time here. And this time will be exactly no different. Your broken neck, broken back, broken spirit will be the least of your problems by the time I'm done with you. Austin has heard enough as here it comes the Texas Rattlesnake and he is coming out here with some purpose behind him. He circles around the ring though and grabs a microphone as the security guards are circling around Punk and he says, now you listen here you little Punk. I'm going to get into this ring, drop every single one of these some you know what uh, before, I, uh, before I get my hands on you. But I just wanted to tell you something. Thank you. You see, I was on the brink of never coming back. I was leaving here. But you, you brought me back from the brink. And now, you get what you wanted. Stone Cold Steve Austin kicking your butt all over the place. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. And he throws the mic at one of the security guards and grabs a steel chair from under the ring and just starts going to town on everyone in the ring. Punk, though, is able to escape out of the back of the ring as Austin is just letting everyone have it. He points at Punk as a security guard stumbles back to his feet, kicks him in the gut, and drops him with a stunner. Stone Cold Steve Austin has never looked better here on Mayhem, and maybe this time Punk has bitten off a little more than he can chew. We cut backstage, though, where we see MJF making his way to the ring. But as he's making his way to the ring, the screen glitches and we just see a picture of the Black Widows. He goes one-on-one -on -one with Edge. Next. Awesome. In about 25 minutes. Okay, this is where a bulk of this is going to be. So here we go. As the devil of mayhem himself is making his way to the ring, as he laid out the open challenge the last couple of weeks, we saw that it was answered by none other than the Rated R Superstar Edge, who is making his Mayhem debut here tonight. As MJF is in the ring, the crowd is buzzing, though, with some anticipation. You think you know me? And the Rated R Superstar is here on Mayhem for the very first time and is looking 
to go and beat up MJF after everything that has happened over the last couple of months between these two as he's doing something we wish we all could do and that is shut MJF up once and for all as he is soaking in the moment and just looking around and is just fired up as MJF is just rolling his eyes in the ring Edge is looking to get the job done here tonight. I'm waiting for a specific spot. There's the pyro as he runs and slides into the ring, but MJF rolls out of the ring immediately and grabs a microphone, and MJF says, listen, 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 Edge, look, come on, man. You know, I've just been playing with you the whole time. I, I thought you could take a joke, man. I mean, of course you aren't afraid of me. You just had some personal things, and you took your frustrations out on me, which I can see why, and I totally understand. So don't worry about it. It's water under the bridge, brother. So I'm going to get into this ring, shake your hand, and we just squash this thing once and for all. As Edge kind of looks around and... Seemingly agrees and nods his head as MJF gets into the ring and the two men shake hands. But then Edge goes for a clothesline. MJF ducks underneath and cracks Edge over the head with the uh, with the mic, tosses it out of the ring as he is just yell putting the boots to him in the corner. He yells at the referee to ring the bell, and the referee reluctantly decides to ring the bell. But he turns around into a clothesline from Edge. As Edge just starts putting the boots to him, finally MJF rolls out of the ring, but Edge is out after him. He shoots him back first into the barricade and then flying over the steel steps. He rolls MJF back into the ring, but as he tries to get into the ring, he is caught with a knee from MJF. As he uh, gets out of the ring and pulls Edge out with him, he grabs him by the back of the head and sends him flying over the barricade into the fans. Can Edge find his way back into this match as we take a commercial break? We are back from break, and MJF is just in complete control here. He is continuing to beat down on Edge. He uh, shoots him into the corner, climbs up, and begins to hit him. He's hitting as the, as the fans are counting. Uh, they're starting to count, but Edge lifts him up and hits him with a sit-out powerbomb, covers him one, two, kick out. MJF, though, staggers back to his feet, but gets taken out with an execution. Edge rolls back into the corner and is setting up for the spear, but all the lights in the arena go out. And they come back up, and Sting and Malachi Black are on the apron. They are standing behind Edge. What are they doing here as Edge turns around? But from behind, MJF rolls him up. One, two, kick out. As MJF, though, rocks him with a rolling forearm. He turns around, though, and tries to give Sting a high five, but Sting just kind of looks at him. Uh, and MJF doesn't know what to do, so he just kind of turns around, but gets drop kicked, sending him flying into both Sting and Malachi Black, taking them off the apron. Uh, he turns around, though. He staggers off into a spear from Edge, who covers him one, two. Malachi Black, though, is in and breaks up the pin and is just beating down on Edge. The referee calls for the bell. This one is thrown out. Malachi Black and Sting are surrounding Edge now, but then again, once again, the lights in the arena go out. And they come back up, and The Undertaker is standing in the middle of the ring and is standing face-to-face -face with Edge, or with, uh, with Sting, as Malachi Black looks like he's about to try to do something. He gets taken out with a spear from Edge, taking both men out of the ring as Sting and Taker are face-to-face. -face. 
Somehow, though, MJF has stumbled back to his feet, turns around and gets goozled by the neck, and choke slam bites Undertaker. And Sting and Taker once again face-to-face. This one at, at the last stand is going to be something special. But once again, the lights in the arena go out. And they come back up, and Bray Wyatt is standing in between both men. We have not seen Bray Wyatt since the Living Legends pay-per-view as he is standing in the middle and looking at both of them at each other. They're all three looking at each other. Sting pulls out his black bat and points it at both Taker and Bray as Bray just looks at them and is looking over at Taker. Taker rolls his eyes into the back of his head and slashes his throat as Bray just starts laughing to himself maniacally. He is laughing at both men. They are all looking at each other. The lights go out once again. They come back up and everyone but MJF is gone from the ring and we cut to commercial break. What's my time? Uh, you got about 15, a little more 15 minutes. All right, we should be good. Um, all right, we are back from commercial break, and we are at commentary where Michael Cole says, the next time you see us, it will be the last stand for both Mayhem and the Warzone. But let's take a look at the matches on the Mayhem side as we have a stacked show for you as CM Punk, Finally gets his match that he has been waiting for his whole career. As he goes one-on-one with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Plus, Chris Jericho's career is on the line as he faces L.A. Knight. Britt Baker challenges for the Mayhem Women's Championship that she never lost by facing Asuka inside of a steel cage. Adam Cole tries to get his revenge on Tommaso Ciampa. Um... Uh, tries to get revenge on Tommaso Ciampa in an I quit match. And in the main event, Roman Reigns defends his PBWF championship against his former Shield brothers and Seth Rollins and John Moxley. But let's take a look at one of the greatest factions of all time in the Shield. All right, a video package plays as we look back at the career of the Shield in the past with WWE and then where they are now as we cut back to the ring. And here comes the man who has literally carried mayhem for the last two seasons. He is going to try and shut Roman Reigns up once and for all. As he's making his way out to the ring, he's in the ring. And he says, listen, before everyone gets out here and before all this fun begins, I just, I have to get something off my chest. There is nowhere else I would rather be than right here on mayhem. I've given my blood sweat and tears into this place and I will not let anyone come in and destroy what I and so many others have built whether it's Vince Hunter or even Regal himself I am going to fight for this place not for anyone else but each and every one of you sitting in these seats but let's be real this is the only possible match that could happen at this stage between the three of us As the architect, the king slayer, the beast slayer, whatever you want to call him, of Warzone is making his way to the ring. And the man who was the first ever PBWF champion is here making his claim, trying to become the first ever two-time PBWF champion between him and Moxley both as he is into the ring. And he says, I got to tell you, 
I honestly didn't know what to expect coming out here. I didn't know whether I would be hated or loved or whatever the case would be, but it, it, it doesn't matter because I'm not fighting for any brand. And I'm definitely not fighting for you, Triple H. Because we all saw what happened when we were on this brand and how that worked out for me. And uh, to be honest, this has nothing to do with you either, as he points at John Moxley. He says, listen, Mox, you and I have had our differences in the past. I mean, you were the one who took the PBWF championship from me. You were the one who sent me into a spiral last year with Hunter and Kevin Owens and everything else. And part of that, I actually need to thank you for but we hardly ever see eye to eye. But this is the one time where we do. Roman Reigns cannot continue his dominance in the PBWF anymore. And we must do whatever we can to stop him. As Moxley is about to raise his microphone. You say the devil's name one too many times and he appears. <laughs> as here comes the reigning PBWF champion all by himself. No bloodline. No Paul Heyman, just Roman Reigns as he slowly gets into the ring and is nose to nose with Seth Rollins and he raises his championship up in the air and then he slowly turns and is facing John Moxley and does the exact same thing as he steps back and smiles and winks at both of them and calls for a microphone and sees us sitting there as he's just looking around, he says, look at us. The whole gang is here. The three men who completely changed the course of professional wrestling from the day we debuted at Survivor Series. We ran the WWE together. And even when one of us took our ball and went home, we were still the main focus of every show we were on the greatest faction to grace the WWE since evolution. And even then we beat those has-beens like they were nothing. But you know what it's, you know what the crazy thing about all of this is every single time we've been together, whether it was in the beginning or our second run together, both of you, both of you turned your back on me. As he looks at Seth, he says, you stuck a steel chair into my back. You turned your back on us after everything we had done for you and your career. You betrayed us and never once looked back. You raised to the masses a massive success while I was scratching and crawling and getting booed out of the building for it. And he turns and looks at Moxley and he says, And you, you took the most vulnerable and the hardest night I've had in a wrestling ring and turned it to be all about you. All about the lunatic turning on his brothers. You left us. You walked away. You gave up. I step back. I look at us. And I was the one consistent thing in the shield. I was the one who tried keeping us together while you two tried everything you could to ride my coattails. And now look at us. I am the greatest professional wrestler in the world. I am the top of the top and you two are at the bottom of the mountain looking up at me. You are lost in my shadow wishing and hoping you could be as successful as me one day. But the truth is you both peaked while you were in the shield. While I was just getting started. 
And at the last stand, I put the final nail in the coffin of the shield once and for all. <laughs> Seth Rollins kind of looks at Roman and just begins laughing. He says, I- I'm sorry. Did you say we were riding your coattails? Newsflash, buddy. You were nothing without us. You were just the next big thing with no talent, no charisma, and nothing but a famous cousin to ride his coattails. We made you who you are. We turned you into everything that you are. And you know what? I've apologized for turning my back on you guys. But it was the best thing for all of our careers. It was what we needed. And look where we are now. You two are who you are because of me. And at the last stand, you two will learn that the architect, the kingslayer, the visionary, the revolutionary can't be touched. As John Moxley steps in and says, you know what? I'm sick of all this. Who cares who's the best of the shield? The shield is gone. It's dead because all three of us killed it. And, the ma- and all that matters is taking everything from you, as he points at Roman, and showing you that I didn't need you and I never did, as he points at Seth Rollins. But why should we wait until the last stand? As Moxley cracks Roman over the head with the microphone and just begins putting the boots to him, Seth comes over and pulls Moxley off of Roman and starts putting the boots to Roman himself. But Moxley comes back over, turns Seth around. Those two men are nose-to-nose yelling at each other. And then they just begin hockey fighting in the ring. But they turn around into a double spear from Roman Reigns. He stands over top of them, holding that PBWF championship high in the air. The last stand is here. But who will control Mayhem? And who will be the PBWF champion when season three comes around? Join us for the last stand. Yeah, hey, Andy. What an episode. I'll tell you, I, I love the Stone Cold Steve Austin stuff with CM Punk, the security. And also, you know, what a way to end it with the Shield, uh, Mox and, and Seth beating up Roman, then Roman, you know, getting his revenge in a sense. So uh, uh, just a quick highlights for me. Uh, I'll let you guys take over the floor. J- just good stuff, man. I thought Thank it was you. a fantastic, fantastic ending segment. I thought the Roman promo was just, gosh, that was good. Thank you. Like, if that, if this, to me, if this triple threat match were to happen in 2023 or beyond, right? Like this is how it would happen. Mm-hmm. Like these are the promos that would be cut. Yeah, this is exactly what these guys would be saying. So I thought it was just very well done. Thank you, thank you. Um, Okada winning, fantastic, very cool. I've been waiting on him to kind of get his. Get his yeah. this season. Uh, so glad that it, it may have taken to the end, but that just <laughs> means that season three, we might get some more Okada. Yeah. We'll, we'll get some good stuff. So I like that. Um, LA Knight out on his own. Yep. Didn't didn't necessarily expect that. So yeah. uh, I'm interested to see how that goes. Thank you. Very interested. Good stuff. And uh, Sting showing up. No, and Sting, Black. Sting, Malachi, Bray Wyatt, all the things. Yeah, that was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just never know if it's the beginning, middle, or end when when those guys get together because <laughs> we saw it at the end of the line. Yeah. We see it now. Yeah. We're probably going to see it again. Probably. I'm just saying, like you just never know what's going to happen with those guys. <laughs> 
No, you don't. And, and I was also just going to add real quickly that the crossover that we keep seeing is just making me look forward to what Chris has got coming up in the, in the last day and what Andy just uh, presented. So Chris, Hey, 45 minutes. I uh, can't wait to see what's going to happen on the, the war zones, uh, Armageddon edition. Armageddon. Here we go. Oh my God. <laughs> Can't have Armageddon without this song. I don't want to hear anything about Taylor Swift anymore. <laughs> battle before the day of judgment the final showdown before the last stand happens tonight this is armageddon presented by the warzone brand i am tom hannafin alongside Corey grace what a night we had tonight drew mcintyre is going to battle samoa joe alexa bliss and candace LeRae. Beth Phoenix finally gets her hands on Liv Morgan in the main event for the Warzone Tag Team Championship. The major players defend against the Revival. Wait a, wait a minute, what is this? What? They're back, the new authority led. Wait a minute, it's only Austin Theory. Austin Theory is coming to the ring by himself. He's he's dressed in camo. He looks ridiculous. But he has a microphone. Theory looks around and he goes, wait a minute. I, I thought I thought they were behind me. Where's Max? Where's Vince? I was told that. No, they suck. They left me hanging. I thought we were invading the war zone again tonight. What happened? I, I thought we were. Uh oh. Well, here comes a former member of the new authority, Kevin Owens. I don't know if he got the same memo as Theory or not. Owens gets in the ring. Owens has a mic and he says, Theory, I don't know who the bigger idiot is. You or Vince McMahon? Vince just d- doesn't have to. Vince doesn't think I'm a main eventer. Vince doesn't think I have it. He thinks all I do is drop the ball. Well, let me tell you what I think of that. Owens is a stunner on Austin Theory, and he starts stomping on Theory, and he's yelling into the microphone. He says, come on, Vince. Do I have it yet? Am I proving myself now? How about this? Owens rolls out. He gets a chair, and he starts wailing away on Austin Theory with a chair. He lays it down. He picks Theory up. Pop-up powerbomb on the steel chair. Owens grabs the microphone and he says, Vince, you made the biggest mistake of your life by kicking me out. But I'm honestly glad because that means I don't have to deal with you anymore. So 
What happens next? What happens to Kevin Owens? Well, what happens is Kevin Owens has officially been traded to the Warzone brand, and I will be right here to challenge whoever wants to step up because I hereby declare the Warzone is now the Kevin Owens Show. What an announcement! Kevin Owens is officially a member of the Warzone roster moving forward. What a trade! Kevin Owens is headed to the back. As we get ready to kick off our opening contest, here comes Drew McIntyre. He and KO meet in the aisleway. They stand face to face. As Drew heads to the ring, it's McIntyre and Samoa Joe coming up after this commercial break. All right, we are back. Here comes Samoa Joe, headed to the ring for our opening contest tonight. All right, he gets in the ring. And here we go, the brawl is on. Drew back Samoa Joe into the corner. Repeated chops and right hand shots. The ref's count is up to four. Drew breaks, but as he comes back, Joe reverses. He tosses Drew into the corner. Stiff jabs and headbutts down by Samoa Joe. Joe sits Drew on the top turnbuckle, starts to go up to meet him. Drew knocks him off, creates some separation. Drew to the top rope. Big flying clothesline connects. First cover of the match is only a two count. Drew shoots Joe off the ropes, catches him. Huge release, belly-to-belly suplex. Drew in the corner. Lining up could be a Claymore, but as he charges in, Drew rolls to the outside. Drew chases him. These two start brawling again. Drew grabs Joe. Glasgow kiss, but Joe moves. Drew headbutts the ring post. Joe separates the ring steps, picks Drew up. Uranagi on the bottom steps. He rolls Drew in, covers him one Two, kick out by Drew. We skip ahead a little ways here. Drew, or sorry, Joe is still in control. He's got Drew in the corner. Goes for a big body tackle, but Drew connects with a boot to the face. Joe charges in again. Drew, elbow to the face this time. Drew charges out. Big clothesline. And another one that turns Joe inside out. Joe sells up. Drew, clothesline over the top rope, taking Joe to the outside. Drew hits the ropes. Tope con Hilo over the top. Connects. Drew McIntyre is gaining momentum here as we cut to commercial break. We are back. We're nearing the end of this one. These two are trading shots back and forth. Drew off the ropes. Big spin kick by Samoa Joe. Followed by a senton splash and a cover. One, two, kick out. Drew sells over to the corner in a seated position. Here comes Joe. Cannonball connects. Drew trying to sell up. Joe locks in the coquina clutch. But Drew puts Joe on his back. Rams Joe into the turnbuckle, but he doesn't release. Runs him into the buckle again, but Joe doesn't release. Drew now, what is he doing? He's, he's trying to climb to the second rope. Joe is on his back. Drew jumps off, squishing Joe and breaking the hold. What a counter. Both men trying to sell up here. Here comes Drew. Claymore connects the cover. One, two, shoulder up by Samoa Joe. Drew frustrated. 
picking up Joe here. Glasgow kiss connects, but Joe doesn't go down. Drew hits another Glasgow kiss. Bounces Joe off the ropes. Joe with a headbutt of his own. Drew is rocked here. Joe turns him around. Coquina clutch is locked in. Joe gets Drew down to the mat. He's got him in position here. Drew is trying to fight out, but Drew is fading. The referee is checking. Drew is out. The referee calls for the bell. Samoa Joe is victorious. What a way to gain the advantage and come out on top with this whole JBL Enterprises and the way Joe was treated for a long time. Big victory for Samoa Joe as we cut to commercial break. All right, we're back from commercial break. It is time for part of this situation between the Black Widows and Edge to get resolved as making her way to the ring is Liv Morgan. And here comes Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix, who was captured by the Black Widows for some time. We really can't decide how long it was. So it's just, it, it was a long time, but they let her go. She's back looking in great shape. She's ready for revenge here. Referee calls for the bell as Beth is going to run after Liv, but Liv gets in the ropes. The referee is forced to hold Beth back. Liv's fi Liv finally comes out, but quickly moves back to the ropes as Beth gets closer. Beth turns her back. Liv with a drop kick to the back and just starts taking it to Beth Phoenix here. Beth sells up Liv going for Oblivion, but Beth catches her big spine buster and now mounts on top repeated shots. Liv finally rolls to the outside. Beth follows her. Liv rolls back in. So does Beth. Basement drop kick by Liv to the face, and she gets back in control of this one. We skip ahead a little ways here. Beth fighting back. Beth off the ropes, misses a clothesline, turns around. Liv with a code breaker. Now, Liv heads to the top rope, goes for a crossbody, but Beth catches her in midair, lifts her up in a gorilla press, and just drops her straight down on her face. Beth picks Liv up in a suplex, slingshot off the top rope, lands the suplex. Beth with the cover, one, two, kick out. Beth picks Liv up on her shoulders, a backbreaker of sorts here, but Liv counters into a Hurricane Rana. Beth sells up, Oblivion connects the cover, one, two, shoulder up by Beth Phoenix. Liv, very frustrated here, she sits Beth on the top turnbuckle. Liv, looking for that jumping code breaker, but as she does, Beth catches her in midair. What strength by the Glamazon, pulls her up to the middle rope with her. Beth turns Liv around, Avalanche Glam Slam connects the cover. One, two, three. That is it. Beth Phoenix getting the big win here. But the celebration won't last. Here comes the Black Widows. Led by Sting. There's Malachi Black and Damian Priest, the Lucha Brothers. They all get in the ring. And they've got Beth surrounded in the ring. 
Oh, the lights go out. The lights come back on and Edge and The Undertaker in the ring cleaning house. Sting and Malachi head for the hills as, of course, they leave Damian Priest and the Luchas to take the punishment. Edge and The Undertaker are taking it to them. Edge and The Undertaker are ready for the last stand here. It cannot get to us soon enough. We have to take a commercial break. But coming up next, a sit-down interview with Johnny Gargano and Shawn Michaels. All right, we are back. We cut to a pre-recorded interview earlier as Caleb Braxton sat down with Johnny Gargano and his opponent for the last stand, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. We, th- we see them sitting in chairs across from each other, Kayla sitting in between them. Kayla begins by thanking them both for joining her, and she says she begins with Johnny saying that even though we've seen some physicality the last couple weeks, it still has to be an honor for him to wrestle his mentor at the last stand. And Johnny says, you hit the nail on the head, Kayla. Sean, you've been an inspiration to me throughout my whole career. I've studied your matches, your passion, your relentless pursuit of greatness, but now it's time for me to step out of your shadow and prove that I am the future of this industry. This dream match is my chance to etch my name, the name of Johnny Wrestling, into the annals of wrestling history. Kayla asks Sean if he cares to respond, and he says, Johnny, I've seen your journey throughout your whole career. I've seen your undeniable talent. But make no mistake, when you slapped me two weeks ago, it woke me up. It made me realize that even though it's been a few years, that ring still belongs to me. That ring is still the biggest stage for the showstopper. I've battled the best of the best, and I've always delivered the performance of a lifetime. You may think you're ready, but you're facing the main event, the icon, the heartbreak kid. It's totally a different ball game. Johnny laughs and says, good. That's the HBK I want, because if not, but when I win, I want to tell everybody that I didn't beat the Shawn Michaels they saw at Crown Jewel, but I beat the true heartbreak kid. They both stand up, they shake hands, but Shawn pulls him in close, and he says, just remember, kid, the old guard still reigns, and I may not be as good as I once was, but I can be as good once as I ever was. I hope you're ready. And we cut to the ring. Strong words, what a match that's going to be. But right now it's time for one of the most anticipated singles matches in the history of this brand. This rivalry has seemingly been building since season one. And it's coming to a head right here. The goddess Alexa Bliss makes her way to the ring. And her opponent is her former tag team partner and best friend, Candice LeRae. Candice slides to the ring. Double double leg takedown. The battle is on. These two are just going at it as the referee calls for the bell. They are going at it, rolling around the ring, trying to get the advantage. They roll into the ropes. The referee is finally able to break them up. 
But once they get up, Alexa with the Thez press, and the fight continues. Lots of pinup frustration between both of these ladies. Alexa gets Candace into the corner, starts delivering repeated shots to the gut. Alexa comes out, charges in, uh, but Candace double boot rocks Alexa back. Candace now to the second rope. Tornado DDT. First cover of the match is only a two count. Skip ahead a little ways. Candace is in control. Snapmare, flip over neckbreaker, followed by a senton splash. Covers Alexa again, but still only a two count. Candace shoots Alexa off the ropes. Alexa reverses. Here comes Candace. Japanese arm drag that she turns into a pinning combination. One, two, kick out. Both ladies up. Step up in Seguri by Candace. Candace sits Alexa on the top turnbuckle. She's going up to meet her. Miss LeRae's wild ride connects. The cover one, two. Shoulder up by Alexa, but Candace grabs the shoulder, turns it over. Misses Gargano escape. Candace has it locked in here, but Alexa is too close to the ropes. She crawls under, causing the break. She rolls to the outside. Who is going to come out on top as we cut to commercial break? We are back. We're nearing the end of this one. These two exchanging big shots here. Alexa blocks one from Candace, delivers a stiff forearm, followed by a drop kick. Candace rolls to the ropes. Alexa comes over, stands her on her back, braces herself on the top rope, repeated stomps to Candace's head into the mat. Candace rolls to the middle of the ring. Alexa double knees to the gut, rolls over, backhand spring, knees connect again. The cover one, two, kick out by Candace. Alexa drags Candace over to the corner. Could be time for Twisted Bliss. She's headed to the top, but Candace gets up to meet her. They exchange a few shots. Alexa pokes Candace in the eye, taking her down to the mat. Candace sells up. Alexa off the second rope. Now Code Red connects the cover. One, two, shoulder up by Candace. Alexa getting really frustrated here. She's going for the goddess DDT, but Candace counters with a roll up. One, two, kick out. Both ladies up. Alexa goes for a clothesline. Candace ducks, goes behind Poison Rana. She covers Alexa. One, two, shoulder up by Alexa Bliss. What a match this has been. Candace dragging Alexa to the corner, pushes her on the second, looks for Miss LeRae's wild ride again, but Alexa comes to, starts fighting out. Huge slap in the face and slams Candace's face into the turnbuckle, taking her down. Candace is in position. Twisted Bliss connects the cover. One, two, shoulder up by Candace LeRae. What is it going to take to win this one? Alexa grabs Candace by the hair, starts slapping her and talking trash, but it fires Candace up. Alexa goes for a clothesline. Candace ducks off the ropes. Wheelbarrow moved by Candace, turns it into a stunner. Candace springboard off the second rope. Big moonsault connects. She covers her one. Two, three, that is it. Candice LeRae gets the big win here. What a match between these two ladies. Candice reaches out her hand to help Alexa Bliss up. But Alexa just rolls out of the ring. She wants no part of Candice LeRae here. All right, we cut backstage. We see Triple H heading into his office. He opens the door. Camera pans over, and Seth Rollins is sitting with his feet on Triple H's desk. (laughs) Triple H says, nice to see you, Seth. Seth starts laughing. He stands up, and he gets in Triple H's face. Seth says, trips. 
I just want to reiterate something I said on Mayhem. Next week's match at the last stand is not for, it's, it's for me. It's not for you. I want you to remember that. Remember, the Shield could be, if not the greatest faction this business has ever seen. I mean, way better than Evolution. And I'm here to prove that I'm the best to come out of that group. This is not to help you gain control of Mayhem. I'm not sure why you want to control that crappy show anyway. Triple H says, well, it's more about taking down my father-in-law because I don't want to see him run that brand into the ground because Triple H is not leaving Warzone anytime soon. I'm just trying to do it for the good of Mayhem. Seth laughs and he says, well, that's good to know, Trips. I guess that means that I need to make sure I win at the last stand and become the PBWF champion so that I can leave Warzone. Seth walks out of the office as we cut to commercial break. All right, we are back. We're in the locker room with AJ Styles and the Good Brothers. Cody Rhodes walks in. And AJ asks Anderson and Gallows to give him a minute. <clears throat> Cody says, listen, AJ, I know that I said you were past your prime and your week and all that. I know what I said, but I appreciate what you did in our tag match last week. I know we had a couple of hiccups, but I'm glad we made it out on the same page. And I'm excited to be facing you at the last stand because I know that if I win, I've earned it. AJ says, Cody, I appreciate that. I appreciate you being a stand-up guy and admitting when you're wrong. But just know that because I appreciate that, it doesn't mean I'm letting up at the pay-per-view. I'm the world heavyweight champion for a reason. They call me phenomenal for a reason. And at the pay-per-view, you're going to find out why. These two shake hands and stare at each other as we cut to the ring. Where we see Rick Boogs is already out here. He is ready for a big test here tonight. Here comes his former partner and best friend, Shinsuke Nakamura. All right, here we go. Bell sounds. Boogs is trying to talk to Shinsuke, letting him know that he wants to be friends, but... Shinsuke backs up and he says, come on. <laughs> Boogs charges at him. Shinsuke with a jumping arm bar. He's got it locked in. Boogs in the center of the ring. Nowhere to go. He's trying to power out. But Nakamura turns it into a triangle choke. All of a sudden, though, Boogs stands up. He's got Shinsuke up. Power bomb connects. Nakamura sells up. Big clothesline by Boogs. Boogs picks up Shinsuke. Gorilla press. Presses him up and down a few times. Big power slam. Goes for the cover here, but only a two count. Boogs picks up Shinsuke. Gut wrench. Goes to turn him over, but Nakamura rolls him into a heel hook. Boogs, though, able to make it to the ropes. Nakamura picks up Boogs. Drapes him over the top turnbuckle. Flips backwards. Charges in. Big knee lift. Connects. Boogs in a seated position now. Good vibrations by Shinsuke Nakamura. Boogs rolls to the outside. Nakamura on the apron now. Comes off. Connects with a big flying knee. What a match this is going to be as we cut to commercial break. 
We are back. We're at the conclusion of this one. Rick Boogs is fired up here. Big clothesline. Grabs Nakamura. That gut wrench. He flips him over. But again, Nakamura counters. Lands on his feet. Goes for a kick. But Boogs catches it. Nakamura connects. Devastating shot with the other foot. Nakamura setting up. Kinshasa. But Boogs catches him in midair. Big spine buster. Boogs picks Nakamura up. Pump handle slam connects. The cover one. Two, three, that is it. Rick Boogs, what a victory here. Defeating Shinsuke Nakamura. We'll have to see how Elias feels about this. Boogs trying to help Nakamura up, but Nakamura just rolls out of the ring, turns his back to Rick Boogs. We cut backstage now, we see... Alexa Bliss leaving the trainer's room. And she's jumped by Liv Morgan from behind. What is this? Liv says, Alexa, you didn't hold up your end of the deal. Liv just pounding. What does she mean? She is pounding away on Alexa here. Liv says, you promised me a title shot if I attacked Candace. You promised me. Liv is just taking it to her. But here comes Candace. Candace starts attacking Liv. Security shows up to break all this up. Candace is checking on a very injured Alexa Bliss as we cut to commercial break. About 22 minutes. Perfect. <clears throat> we are backstage now. Kayla Braxton is with Elias. She asks Elias his thoughts about what just happened with Boogs, and Elias says, well, you know, Kayla, that was really impressive. And honestly, been doing a lot of meditating, a lot of soul searching, and I've realized that about that time Rick Boogs walks into frame, Boog says, so how about it, Elias? I got it done. What about it? Let's put it together. Elias says, you did get it done. And I'm a man of my word. Next week is the last stand, and it will feature the biggest performance of Elias's career. Now, I can't help you with your gear. I'm not responsible for you. But if you can get yourself to the last stand, you can join me for that performance. And Boogs hugs Elias, and he says, you won't regret this, brother. <laughs> We cut back to commentary, let you know what an addition to the card that's going to be for the last stand. Uh, also, on the Warzone brand, for the last stand, you're going to see the showstopper get back in the ring one final time, taking on his protege for the Intercontinental Championship. Yes, that's right. Shawn Michaels, one-on-one -on -one with Johnny Gargano. Also, in a huge dream tag team match, Edge and The Undertaker, one-time rivals, but now on the same side with a common enemy, those enemies being Sting and Malachi Black, a huge winner-take-all fatal five-way elimination match as the Warzone Women's Champion Sasha Banks, the Evolution Champion Bianca Belair, both put their titles on the line against Charlotte Flair, Bailey, and Becky Lynch. The last woman standing walks away with all the gold. And speaking of all the gold, for all the marbles, the PBWF World Heavyweight Championship, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes will challenge the phenomenal AJ Styles. Say yeah. All that is coming up next week, but right now, it's time for our main event on this special edition of Warzone. It's for the Tag Team Championship. Here they come, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. The Revival. Seems like they've been chasing these titles all season long and have just come up a bit short. Will tonight be their night?
here they come. Of course, accompanied to the ring by Smart Mark Sterling and Chelsea Green. It's Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, the major players. All right, they get in the ring here. You didn't know. Wait a minute, what is this? Your ass better call somebody. Here comes the road dog. What is the road dog doing? Road dog says, hey, 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 listen up. This is probably my last night here, so I wanted to make sure that I did something memorable. <laughs> this might not be much, but I know the crowd's going to love this. I'm all about some great tag team wrestling. That's what we're going to get tonight, and I'm going to make sure of it. He looks at the crowd, and he says, are you ready? He says, because Mark, Chelsea, you guys are banned from ringside. Get out of here. The crowd is loving that. This tag team match is going to get underway after this commercial break. All right, we are back. This place is still buzzing. Cardona, <coughs> excuse me, Cardona and Myers upset here. Mike Rome does the championship introductions. Calls for the bell. Here we go. Brian Myers and Dax Harwood kicking things off. Swig a monster for the working man here. <laughs> ah. They lock up. Big arm drag by Dax Harwood. Now a headlock takeover by Dax. He starts slapping Myers in the head. He says, come on, most professional wrestler. Are we boring enough now? Myers fights his way up, though. He shoots Dax off the ropes. Shoulder tackle. Drop down. Leapfrog by Myers, but Dax catches him in midair. Big power slam. Myers sells over. He tags in Cardona. He comes in. Dax starts laying in big chops. Backs Cardona to their corner. Tags in Cash. He comes in. He starts delivering chops as well. Very technically sound matchup so far. Cash shoots Cardona to the buckle. Follows him in double knees by Cardona. Matt up on the second rope. Missile drop kick. First cover of the match, but only a one count. Cardona trying to wear Cash down here with some technical wrestling. He's making fun of the guys here. He drags Cash over to tag in Myers. They go for a double team. They shoot Cash off the ropes, but he ducks the double clothesline, delivers a clothesline of his own on both the tag champs. He quickly tags in Dax. Stereo drop kicks, taking the champs to the outside. Skip ahead a little ways here. Cash and Cardona are legal. The Revival have just been wearing the champs out but cannot put them away. Cash tags in Dax. So looking for a double suplex, but Cardona lands on his feet, delivers a neck breaker to both guys. He's crawling over to make the tag, but Dax runs over and slides in between Cardona and Myers. Big shot to Cardona. Big shot to Myers. He tags in Cash. Backbreaker on Cardona. Holds him there. Cash off the top rope. Big flying elbow connects. The cover one Two, but Myers is in to break it up. Who is going to come out on top and win the tag titles as we take our final commercial break? What's my time? You've got about uh, 16 minutes left. Okay, cool. We are back. We're getting close to the end of this one. Dax and Cardona are legal. Dax has Cardona on the top rope. He tags Cash in looking for a double team. Dax setting up Cardona for the superplex. Cash is going to the other buckle, but Myers pushes Cash to the floor. And then he distracts Dax long enough for Cardona to thumb him in the eye. Dax down to the ring. Turns around Cardona off the middle rope. Radio silence from the middle rope. The cover one, two, shoulder up by Dax. 
Cardona picks up Dax. He's going for a vertical suplex. Dax trying to fight out. The momentum carries them over the top rope to the outside. Meanwhile, Myers and Cash are over there as well. Myers lays out Cash Wheeler with a spear. He turns around. Dax is up. Off the steps. Tornado DDT on the floor. Cardona is up. He pushes Dax into the ring post. Back inside they go. Cardona setting up for radio silence. He charges in, but as he jumps up, Dax tosses him over his shoulders. Cardona off the ropes. Cash is back in. Shatter machine. The cover one, two, but Myers pulls Dax off the pin back to the outside. Delivers a roster cut lariat. He gets up on the apron. Cardona tags him in. Myers rolls Dax into the ring, covers him. One, two, kick out by Dax here. Myers in the corner, loading up for a spear. He charges in, but Dax with a leapfrog. Myers eats the post, staggers out. Spinebuster connects by Dax. Dax crawls over, makes the tag to Cash Wheeler. He's in like a house of fire. Repeated clotheslines to Brian Myers. Charges in. Myers pulls the top rope down. Cash spills over, but only to the apron. Myers thinks he's smart. He turns around. Big crossbody by Cash off the top rope. And then a drop kick to take Cardona off the apron. Cash tags in. Dax, here we go. Myers off the ropes. Shatter machine, but Cardona pulls Cash out. Myers rolls up Dax. One, two, three. That is it. The major players. I can't believe it. By hook or crook, they have found a way to retain their tag team titles here at Armageddon. What a match that was. I just can't believe that they won it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for season two of the War Zone. We will see you next week at the last stand. Hey, another just uh, tremendous episode, Chris. I like that Kevin Owens got traded. I did not uh, see that coming. That was a great surprise to open up the show. Of course, Drew McIntyre, Samoa Joe, please give me more of that with those two. And uh, the, the sit-down interview, I, I'm like you, man. HBK Gargano, that, that's going to be just absolutely phenomenal. And we've got phenomenal. Yes, the phenomenal AJ Styles. That's right. <laughs> and Cody Rhodes. Going to be a fantastic match. Sorry, y'all. Tyler froze. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the opening segment. Uh, poor Austin Theory just is going to get murdered wherever he goes. Yes, um, he and, you know, uh, if Seth really wants to leave the war zone, then, you know, there's always a spot open at Mayhem for him. If he if he wants to wants to just, you know, hop on over, hop on over I'll be more than happy to take him. Um, I really like that segment between them. Uh, man... When the major players are really going to go into season three as the tag champs, he, uh, it sure appears that oh way, doesn't gosh, it? Gosh, man, come on now! It sure appears uh, that way. That is legitimately your main hero is, <laughs> is the major players. Um, but no, I I really really enjoyed the episode. I thought it flowed really well, and uh, for the you. last episode of the season and the last episode before final pay per view was done really really well. Thank you, appreciate it. Yes, so trade alert as Tyler mentioned, Kevin Owens is officially on. The Warzone brand for a wrestler to be named later. Yep. Um, and just so you guys know, we'll, we will remind you of this once that trade is revealed. Uh, there's only one episode left in the season, so you can probably guess when it's coming. Probably when it's coming. 
<laughs> um, but Andy could be like me and hold all of his cards to his uh, vest. You know, I don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, but all that to say, we're going to remind you guys when it happens that that trade will not affect the draft. Right. So this trade has been made, and we have made the rule that Kevin Owens will be on the Warzone roster regardless of what happens in the draft. Correct. And as you guys know, if you listen to season one, we do protect people. That will not count Correct. against our protectors. So that goes for Kevin Owens yep. and the person he's traded for. And we've also kind of established that two other, well, technically two others are the same yes. that we Correct. basically like we just get right. no matter what. We don't have to draft them. Which we'll talk about Which later. Which we'll talk about later. But we'll that, talk about that, that, that later. also does not apply to yes. our. So we'll get into all those yeah. draft rules and all that as it gets closer. But I just want to make sure everybody knew the Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens trade. War zone. Yes, it is not just for the last stand and then it's over like yep. that that's going to be a trade that's going to carry right. over into next season kind of like when roman showed up at the end of the end of the line last year correct like just, yes he was automatically on my roster that is so, correct yeah. so that that trade is going to carry over tyler no i i think it, it's great that, that's what i'm saying these trades to, and just add to the uh, the pill of and the shock of the surprise factor. So that that's what I enjoyed about the Kevin Owens showing up and and everything. And it's just the lines, you you guys, the the, the subtleties I'm enjoying as well. So some more ammunition for the audience to listen to. But I guess is there anything else to add, gentlemen, or will that do it? That's going to do it, man. Just make sure that oh. if this is your first time joining, uh, make sure you subscribe wherever you find your podcast. This, ep- this show comes out every Friday. Um, if you haven't con- gone back and caught up on Season 2, please go do that. Season 1 is also available on our archives. And if that's not enough... Tyler's at Dustin Tyler 86. Andy is at Andy underscore PBWP. And I'm at Chris Belcher 24. The show's at PBW Podcast on all your favorite social media platforms. Go make sure that you follow us, all of those things. Andy, Tyler, next week is it, guys. The last stand is upon us. It's upon us. And, you know, we said it, I think we said it the last couple of weeks, yeah, but is. we uh, we are on the verge of having a very fun ride and this is like of the roller coaster on the final turn and the final turn can make or break a coaster and we're uh we're gonna have a good time next week so you definitely want to check it out but as we said last season this is not the end it's only the beginning sir for andy and tyler my name is chris belcher thanks for hanging out with us we'll catch you guys next week